Love you when you was in beast mode. Loki thought you was a cheat code. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Cheat Code. I am here with Bishop J. Kirk, founder of LCIM. Yes, uh, my wife and I found it. She was actually inspired by God to give uh, give you know her the credit because God gave her the vision for Life Changers International Ministries. And for those who don't know, we were in Japan, Okinawa, Japan, for uh, about nine years. Um, then we went back to Yokosuka, Japan, for about three and three years. Just a little background and. Uh, we preside over LCIM Cali and LCIM Yokosuka. And then I, I met you in what, uh, 15? Yeah, yeah, 2015. in in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, close to about 16, really, actually. Yeah, somewhere around that time, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm let me tell y'all something about uh, Bishop Kirk, man, him, him, and his, him and his wife, man, some of the best people you want to meet. Um, never forget. Uh, when y'all was asking my son about, you know, is he is he gonna play? You know, is he gonna play ball and all that stuff? And I'm like, well, you know, he got this this condition. You know, he, you know, he got something going on in his leg. And then, uh, you know, how most people be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, man. We gonna pray for you, right? Yeah. It was different for y'all. Yes. We in yes. the hallway, and you was like, no, nah, we gonna pray right now. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and look, that's that's the kind of thing that we do as a a, a ministry because apostolic ministries we don't go about. Uh, just letting things go. If people need saving salvation, we pray for them for salvation. If they need healing, we pray for healing right then and there. Right. Yeah. So you know, we 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 want to want to bring Rep Rama. What they call Rama, it's the now word, the now time, and, th- and that's what we're gonna talk about t- tonight about the I, now I, time in relationships. Right. I mean, because this 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 is the cheat code, and you already know what this platform is about. Uh, we're we're trying to uh, give a deeper understanding. Mm-hmm of uh a man's perspective when it comes to uh infidelity when it comes to the, uh, the the things that uh plague us or the things that uh are part of us that shapes us at a young age that actually contribute to us being uh that type of person um that will go outside of their marriage and go outside of their relationship so from a spiritual standpoint uh you being experienced as a pastor now being a bishop your wife also being uh consecrated as well yes um yes. uh got a ministry so i'm pretty sure you counsel i'm pretty yes. sure you do uh marriage counseling before doing you know all of that good stuff right yes yes we do we and as a matter of fact we have a couple we're going to be doing the counseling for here real shortly and uh it's it's always good for if for those in your audience who do not have a church or do not have actually a religious following or belief system um we as bishops we as pastors believers in jesus christ know that God ordains marriage. And so when we talk to couples, we talk to them from a spiritual standpoint. Uh, I know all the Dr. Fields and, the, uh, you know, other psychologists and psychiatrists can go with their inputs, which is OK. You know, some of them have great knowledge and wisdom to pass on from experience. But when we talk to uh, couples out there, we see a lot of issues dealing from the heart. And it's not just the, uh, the attitude. That's the wrong thing. It's actually the spirit that's in okay. the people. Okay, so yeah, you 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 already going into what my first question was going to be. So, how much of it, uh, just from your experience and what you know, how much of um, the couples you have seen, how much of it is spiritual versus uh, something mental, or or is it just something emotionally broken in the person that uh, leads to uh, infidelity? What 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 has been your experience? Well, when we have. Uh counseling my wife and i dr shonda um 
Shana Kirk, who has a doctor in theological uh, religious studies, as well as um, uh, education. You know, when we do our our counseling, we have a, a in-depth talk to a, from the husband and the wife together. My wife, she talks to the uh, to, to the young lady and I talk to the man separate and we bring it together and see that most of these attitudes that people have do emanate from their own stance, their own mental issues. But a lot of it is also rooted in the spiritual. And I'm going to say if I had to put a, a percentage on it, because sin, a lot of sin is rooted mostly in selfishness. And, you know, selfishness emanates from the uh, self-centeredness that people have in them that were born in them, the, the spirit of pride. And I would say maybe like 40 percent spiritual, 60 percent, a lot of mental how marriages, how men particularly, uh, fl- you know, flow into infidelity. And, and look, I know we talking about men, but women on, on the same note, they have a, a, a mindset or a spirit in them that wants to pervert the institution of marriage. Because remember, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. Y'all know the story of Sodom right. and Gomorrah. Right. So that was not a coincidence of what the Sodomites were doing. And it perverted the natural tendencies of a man and woman so that Satan himself can try could try to destroy the intended purpose of the union. Okay, so so you acknowledge that it, it, it is a big piece of it um, that's uh, just you know that's that's part of a person as far as their mentality, yeah. As, as far as their socialization, so a lot of the a lot of practical reasons that lead to it. But you're also saying that some of these things are, are deep rooted, and some of these things are spiritual issues. So how do you approach that? If if uh, yeah, you got you got this person. Um, they come in for counseling. Uh, there's been uh, uh, some cheating involved, and now you're getting all the details of what was going on, and that, and you know you're able to see spiritually there's a lot of uh, uh, healing that needs to be done. So how do you go about that when it's also things that you can see with that person um, that are not spiritual? That's just uh, practical things that need to be done. Um, so we have the the people meet up with us, or they they call in with us. Um, we approach each one of them first off. What was your upbringing? Number one, when it comes to was there a woman in the home, a father in the home, and practically speaking, a lot of men. I mean, men. When there's no father in the house, you have no father that can lead you as a young man or a boy to show you what the ways of a husband should be. And even when there is a father there, we we talk about. When it comes to the men, I'm talking from the men's standpoint. I could talk what, what Shauna talks about too. But when it comes to the men, I always reach back and ask them, "What is the pump, the purpose of a marriage? What was the purpose of a marriage when you were growing up? How did you approach your mother in respect to how you saw her being treated?" And you know, being surprised at this, Mel, there are many people, men, that actually have admitted to my wife and I of being in sufficient in themselves when it comes to their their mate because they felt that they failed their mother they felt they failed Hmm. their mother i mean then that was a shock to me because you would think because the father is gone that would be the main cause but actually they will look at their failings and not meeting expectation of their mother because um even one young man admitted to me that you know he uh, after his you know uh mother and father divorced and everything he just felt um thrust into a role that he 
wasn't capable of, 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 of taking at the time and didn't understand why he was failing at the time until I, I brought it to his attention. That was not your role. Your, your father was your role. And so you talking about failing your mother is not the thing that you should be thinking about and focusing on. And so that culminated in a lot of men. I mean, I say a lot in our, in our short experience, but men that we've you know come across trying to you know shy away from the strong woman. And, mm. that, and, that, and you know what I'm talking about with African-American women, particularly, but the strong right. woman. Because you know how women, they're single. They develop a the, very... The independent woman. Exactly. The strong, independent woman. The one the one that I see all the time on social media that say, you know, uh, uh, you know, it takes a certain type of man to be able to handle uh, somebody like me because I'm strong and independent. Like, what, yeah. how, what, how, what, is, what does that mean? Is that a good thing? Like, you know, that, that men are shying away from you because you're so strong and independent? No, that's the spirit of Jezebel. And I'm, I'm going to bring it back to the spirit right now. And also the spirit of Jezebel's daughter. I can't think of the name right now, but in that mentality, this is the spiritual side that wants to take control and manipulate. And so when, when you see strong, independent women and they have sons, they're growing up, they try to mold and manipulate them, even though they're not trying to do it purposely, they're actually harming their psyche from 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 a mental as well as a spiritual aspect kind of emasculating them drilling in that knowledge that your father isn't measuring up you need to step up because you're not good enough and when and i had the same issue when i was going when i had to look back on this when i got saved i had to look back i had to get stronger because my whole makeup was not of a a a, a built up uh, manhood it was it was based on a lie so when god goes into these young men's hearts they actually see the change in them once i reveal that you are not supposed to be feeling this way you're supposed to live just as you know a strong man of god supposed to be as a as a leader as a strong provider but it has to start with you knowing your purpose in marriage and god ordained it that way and 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 when people don't have an eye to eye and that's that's another key thing. When they don't have an eye to eye on expectations, the man shies away because of that 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 fear. That independent woman starts to rise up, and they want to be that they, they want to be the strong man, but the, the strong man doesn't know how to assert the role. Mm. And, and you know, and, and brother Melvin, you know what what changed me is when I got saved and I got into a ministry full of strong men that actually taught from the Word of God what a right. man is. And because, okay. you know, the role of a man in the in the days of Shaft, in the days of old Negro spiritual church, all that stuff. You know, black men had a lot of roles that they were portrayed, but they actually weren't accurate. OK. Most of them were just a picture, but not the real thing. The Bible teaches us that when a man is yoked with a woman, they become one flesh. Right. And you can't have. Uh, let's say an uneven, an asymmetrical head, an asymmetrical body that doesn't look natural. So when you have one flesh, you're in agreement. You go to what you agree with with the woman. The woman goes to agree with you, and there is no discontentment right there. That's the second point right there that I'll get into about why men cheat is discontentment. Okay. All right. So we'll get into that. I, I do want to back up one, one bit when you said um, the spirit of Jezebel and then you said manipulation. For those that are not familiar with the story of Jezebel, 
can you can you uh, explain how that ties in with ma- manipulation uh, and 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 the bi- biblical story and how does manipulation look like uh, for a woman who's operating out of the spirit of Jezebel yeah. uh, in inside their home? Yeah. So um, just a down dirty version is the, Jezebel was one of the queens of uh, of Israel and the king Ahab was the king. He was the king at the time, but he was married to a woman who was not of Israel, uh, that was of the of the heart of Israel. And so Ahab, that's one thing I want to share. An Ahab spirit is always with the Jezebel spirit. You mm-hmm. have to have someone who is acquiescing and who is meek in order for a Jezebel to strengthen up. Because wow. if you got a strong man, a Jezebel can't do anything but leave. Because that spirit wants to control. So Jezebel was a queen that controlled and manipulated her husband. And when her husband couldn't get his way, she stepped in the role to get whatever he wanted. There was a story about Nabal and he had a, 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 a refused Ahab, you know, for, for a request. Mm-hmm. And he went and pouted about it. Jezebel rose up and said, who, are you, who is this, this, this person? You're the king. He has no right to refuse you. And she went and got what... Uh, uh, Ahab wanted. That's because he was meek and was acquiescing to what not supposed to be a woman that is independent, but a woman that's supposed to be one. Mm-hmm. And so Jezebel, in today's terms, if you look at how it operates, it wants to control the narrative of the marriage. We call it feminist today. And 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 there are a lot of marriages that fail before they started just because of that same attitude. Mm-hmm. And some of them don't even arise all from the same backgrounds. You have women from, you know, good background. You got women from single parent homes. It doesn't matter. The spirit that travels emanates because of a a selfish pride that wants to manipulate, wants to control the narrative. They want to do what they want to do. And when they can't get their way, they start to make things happen in the flesh, such as pushing the man to do this, pushing the man to say that, go get this job. And, and but using manipulative ways to get it done. Yeah, sex, sex, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, when or you, anger. Yeah, or anger. Or anger. Yes. You know, you know, I'm, you know, if if you do one thing, I'm I'm just going to be pissed off until you decide to do what I actually want you to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, it yeah. Looks at, you know the manipulation comes a whole lot of different ways. Uh, mm-hmm. So, how does that lead a man to cheat? So. You just hit right a nail on the head to uh, segue what a woman that gets upset, for instance, or gets angry. And then the man is, you know, not, you know, trying to do what that woman wants. So she uses different techniques like you was just talking about anger and sex. Now, men are visual learners. We are more of a a a a feeling touching species a type of human being that wants to see and, and get things. Women, they're more no- emotional attached to, to things. They're more uh, uh, deeper when it comes to the, to the feelings. So if a woman wants to get her way and she can't, she's going to hold back sex. I'm, I'm going to be real about you. Most of the time when a man steps out, it's because he can't get what he wants. So if that woman says, well, you're not getting me this Audi 5, you know, A5, so I'm going to just withhold something from or i need this and you i'm right. withhold that and so next thing you know the man starts to feel rejected he starts to feel uh, uh a little a little apart because sex is supposed to be a part of the marriage and it could be the other way around too i mean men and women that sex is a healthy part of marriage and so when a man who's already geared to the 
natural in his flesh to see uh, uh, and, and, and love with his hands, with his body. And he can't get that. He starts to drift away. Okay. And, and, and see a strong man in the spirit will recognize that and say, no woman, no spirit of Jezebel. You will not manipulate this situation. You will not control me, but we're going to be together. And I'm, I, I want to share something with your audience. And this is a revelation my wife and I, we we take. And I don't take a, a lot of talking, but I'm going to short it right no, here. That, that, and that's, that's, I mean, that's why I came over here to, to talk to you because I wanted you to talk. You yeah. Know, so. <laughs> yeah. But women and men should not feel that either one of them is the enemy in any argument. Right. Because if let's say, um, you know, the the kids get, get on your nerves and they, they wreck your car, you know, they wreck your car or one one of the uh, uh, the neighbors, you know, blew down a fence or someone's lawnmower. It could be anything that gets people mad. And all of a sudden you arguing with your wife about whatever. And so what we learn is that. First, discern the spirit of where this is coming from, then know that we're not each other's enemy and. If you get that in your heart to say that I'm not going to steer away from the marriage covenant, then you saved your marriage 30 times, thousand over. Right. But if a man doesn't have that revelation, what he's going to do is this. Well, she mad. I'm mad. I'm going to just stay mad. And then Satan's going to use that as an open door. Right. And Satan, see, Satan, is he's the trickster that knows everything about a human being. He'll put a floozy in front of her. He'll put a nice young damsel in front of her. I can recall one time. Brother Melvin, I was in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and my wife and I, we weren't having no fighting and stuff like that going on. We were just having uh, some growing pains in marriage. We had been married for about less than a year, year and a half right. in New Orleans. She, I, I got I got married to her in 1999. I, I got orders like three months later after that. We was in New Orleans from Camp Lejeune. So we're in New Orleans. She's like going through. She'd never been away from her family. She was a real close person with her family. She'd never been around, away from her family. So she's going through these growing pains. We you know we have having back and forth about that every now and again. And then I'm working in a jail in New Orleans. Don't you know during that little stint, there was a, a woman in, in one of the jail things. And I worked that night. It was an overnight job. So, you know, dark night and everything. I'm in this done, uh, what they call the uh, the quads, where we control the prisoners, with this young lady. She was some uh, attractive lady in 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 uh, in the in the in the New Orleans jail system, just sitting there. And she starts talking to me, and she starts to get flirtatious. Now, the difference between what how I reacted right. and how the typical man reacted is right. this: I knew that there was a covenant in God that I need to keep. Because I fear God more than I love flesh. The man, he's going to say, my wife ain't giving me nothing. This young lady, she's telling me to all the right things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take this opportunity. And nobody will know. Right. We're in the middle of a quad. We're in the middle of the dark. Nobody's seeing us. So the human being, the human nature, who's already cut down by, by mas being emasculated by a woman in independence, who's already not having a, a sense of why his wife is mad at him and knowing that the enemy is his real enemy to Satan, he's going to take the bait. Right. So for that, for the average person, the, the average woman, um, if, if they're the type of person who would withhold sex, withhold mm -hmm. anything that a man feels like he needs, you just created a void 
that uh, you never know if it triggers something. Because I, inter- yeah. I interviewed a friend who said he had issues that stemmed to his childhood mm-hmm. that would be triggered every now and then. And, and, and that issue was he just he just wanted to feel love. Mm-hmm. So if you have that type of uh, person that you're married to, you may or may not know that. But when what you're doing when you uh, withhold love from him, whatever he perceives as love. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you're creating a void that he wants to feel yeah. and, and may go outside his marriage to uh, feel that void. Yeah, and, and you know what the, the remedy to that is, though? Let's say you got a man like that, and he and, and no one's ever dealt with that issue. His wife is withholding that, that love, the void that he wants. If a man knows that Jesus is his love, his right. first love, right? that gives you the license to, 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 to not, you know, not, not go off and do what you want to do, but go off and fulfill a covenant that's even higher than your wife. Right. Which that, that takes a lot of spiritual stamina, a lot of maturity. Mm. And even, even the, you know, you know, the everyday Christian that you might see, they might love God as, as, as as much as anybody. But, Uh, but that, that, uh, that, that, that flesh and spirit war that's going on. Yeah, yeah. You don't always win it, right? You, so even 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 Christians have stepped out. Even pastors have stepped out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we got plenty of examples. I mean, yeah. we got David in the Bible. You know that stepped out, and, mm-hmm. and you know he he begged and pleaded for the Holy Spirit not to leave him. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. So it's 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 there. Yeah. So yeah. practically, and and not just not getting to the spirit yet, but practically, uh, it happens to the most devout Christian. Yes, it does. Yes, it happens for various things. Look at David. David was actually opening the door himself. He was married to um, to uh, Saul's daughter. He had a nice marriage going. But yet when he looked at a woman on the roof that looked so fine and so fair that was doing the bathing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bathsheba. Uh-huh. Then he he became enticed in his flesh and you know that wasn't the only time that he had that problem i mean he he exhibited this problem more than the bible recounts so the difference between david and let's say the difference between i'm gonna, i'm going to just go to and speak about uh paul paul you know the apostle paul right so he had a thorn in his flesh you know what Paul had did when he had that thorn come up with him he didn't resort to trying to either placate the thorn he didn't try to mask the thorn he didn't try to lie about the thorn he approached Jesus and said you do something with this mm-hmm. and you know when he did, you know what Jesus did he said my grace I will not leave you and you will be able to take this thorn. And, and and guess what? You know when that when that lady uh, enticed me, I wasn't no spiritually. I wasn't a spiritual giant. I wasn't a bishop back then. Right. I was just a man of God. I was just like you and everybody else. I, in fact, I'm still just like you and everybody else. Right. We're human beings. The 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 difference that makes a good marriage, a man of God that can keep his covenant, is that the revelation that the Holy Spirit has changed you. For the better, for no lust, no perversion. You you look at Galatians chapter five, verses sixteen through eighteen through twenty. I mean, mm-hmm. and you see those things that decry God, 
My wife has said a hundred times. You know, Apostle Shonda, uh, Bishop Shonda said, she said all the time, I love God too much to sin against him. Mm -hmm. And and that takes a discipline of prayer and fasting. And that don't that don't have to come over no 15 years in a, in a monastery. Right, right. That can come with a decision that you make tomorrow, yesterday. So, and, and, and that's all good knowledge. So for the uh, average audience yeah. that might be listening to this, yeah. let's say they not Christian or let's say uh, they, you know, they just not devout like that. Um, mm -hmm. But they dealing with issues of uh, infidelity. They might be the one that, you know, might not understand why they feel the need to step out. Like, what, what do you say to that person? Well, of course, I would love for them to be in the mindset of Christ. But to the man that I counsel, and I've done it like a few times, that didn't have a heart for God, I gave them the same medicine that, I, that I'm giving you right now to these men on the, on the line right now. When you married your wife, didn't you come before a, a person, whether it be a judge, a pastor or whatever, and said that you will be with this woman for thick and thin, for better and worse? Now, a man's word is supposed to be his bond, right? Mm -hmm. And and when he, and when he joined that woman, he joined to her to be one flesh. And I would ask him, so what led you to think that there was something better? And there's always something. My wife's either doing this, my wife's doing that. They always blaming the wife with stuff. But really, I was like, no, what? I, I, and I got I got the mirror in front of him. And I say, what in is your heart that came up? And you know what one man told me? He said, I really don't know what love is. I mean, practically speaking, there are men who don't know what love is. For Brother Melvin, let me, can I admit something to y'all and admit something to this audience? Yeah. I didn't know what love was for okay. a long time. And I, I hate to say this, you know, trying not to be spiritual, but I, it's in my nature. <laughs> but love is a spiritual attribute. Okay. You see, when I love you as a brother, you know, you're, you're my fellow brother. It's in spite of whether you stabbed me in the back yesterday, whether you took my, my money out of my pocket today, whether you stole my car tomorrow, or whether you murdered my sister in the next five years. Because... When you know that love is unconditional, it's, it's, that means in spite of everything that's going on, whether your wife is, is, is going to gain 30 pounds, whether your wife is, you know, smacked you upside your head and, and mentally abusing you, or whether your wife ain't listening to you and thinking that you a knucklehead and stuff like that. You tell me who can put up with you. You're trying to say, you're trying to justify everything in this marriage to go wrong and then step out on it. But let me tell you, who's putting up with you? Right. We all, the, the, each spouse always feels like, you know, and, and especially when you're young, mm -hmm. they always feel like, you know, pointing the finger is the right thing to do. Uh, I can, I can point out all your flaws. I can point them out, mm -hmm. but nobody self-reflects and, and, and say, okay, this is what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. This is what I could do better. It's it's real easy to point out everybody else's flaws Yeah, it is in the situation, but it's, but it's not that easy to say, this is where I'm jacked up at. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's people out there that say the only reason why I do X, Y, Z is because it's reaction to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. right? And those and those reactions. Let me tell you right now, if if your if your mama went on those reactions, would she be a good mama? 
You know, let's say you you stole from the cookie jar. She just kicked you right out of the house. She knocked you outside your head, or she she just took another. Let's let's make this analogy. She went and found another young boy, took him in the house, and said, "You my son now." Right. And just left you out in the cold. Right. That's what men are doing to their women every single time they get mad at them, and they and they're wondering, you know, why I, I I don't know what drove me this way. I think it was no, you didn't understand the the, the um the love that you're supposed to display to your wife when you married her. Love is not a feeling or emotion or a beauty queen beside you named Beyonce or even a rich dude named Jay-Z. It ain't all like love is supposed to be based on you and your wife sharing a life together. And that, and that is under no circumstances need to be broken. And we told women and men, look, I know there's a lot of people that don't have the grace to withstand cheating. Right. My my grandmother, my grandmother had few of uh, quite a few instances of my grandfather stepping out on. They were married for seventy two years. Wow. Seventy two years until he went to be with the Lord of Alzheimer's and stuff. Seventy two years, and they went through thick and thin. Now you tell me if she didn't have any grace. She had something. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's, it's got to be something. But you know, that's old school. That's you know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's a lot of examples of that, man. That mm-hmm. that was just that was just that was just the climate back then. Yeah, yeah. But why can't it be the climate today? I mean, I, I mean, because we got different influences. You know, like like you said, we you just you just referenced Beyonce. I mean, she got a song about single ladies, mm-hmm. even though she ain't single herself, and even though she uh, went through some infidelity and stayed. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, yeah. But her music encourages to be single and be independent and you know uh and uh bills 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 can you pay all this stuff like you know that's the yeah. climate now but back then you had less influences i mean black and white tv you know uh you know tv barely barely showed uh spouses sleep in the same bed you know mm-hmm. on, you know on tv you get what i'm saying yeah like, yeah 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 and uh like it, you know same example you know my my grandmother used to Tell us, hey man, go down the street and get your granddaddy from uh from Aunt, you know, old Sue House or whatever her name was. She was the candy lady. Mm. Oh wow. But wow. we didn't know why grandpa kept going over there mm. and spending like hours now. <laughs> <laughs> but but grandma knew. Yeah, yeah. And then she, when she would get mad, she would say, Go get, go knock on uh on so and so door and tell your your granddaddy to come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you ain't gonna see that no more. No, no, you ain't. Um, I mean, <laughs> look, it's <laughs> uh, look, and you know what though? Let me ask. Let me ask you this: to to sort of practical app, the practical app right now. Why can't it be? It's because we listen to the wrong influences back in sure. the day. They, you know, let me tell you something. Satan is is not new. Satan just because there's a Facebook don't mean people didn't have an influence to go out and, and step out on their wives. I mean, th- there are instances of, of of black men, even back then, stepping out. But the thing about it was they were driven by a higher conscious as well as a commitment to say, for the family, I'm not going to 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 leave this covenant. Because we all make mistakes, Brother Mel. Let me tell you. Right, right, right. And, and, and look, the Bible teaches us that if you look at another woman, you create f- fornication and adultery. Right. And so it don't take you stepping out with with the candy lady to actually do something wrong. Right. Of course. Of course. Look, let me tell you, my dad had multiple Playboy magazines, Penthouse Forum. Y'all know, hey, look, I'm getting real on this line, y'all. I'm talking about Bishop. <laughs> Bishop Kirk talking about Penthouse. Uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they I don't know if they still make them magazines. I don't know if penthouse, penthouse. But let me tell you right now, 
my father had those magazines all over his house and he kept them around there. And then my, my brother and I would look, we find them and look at them and stuff. That stuff was being pushed by the culture. You know, okay, when, right. when, what, what was the name of that dude? The, uh, the crippled dude that made, uh, the magazine, um, uh, they made a movie about him. Um, not Hugh Hefner. It was, uh, no, the other guy, uh, Larry Flint, Larry, Fl yeah, Larry Flint coming in in the fifties and sixties. He, he, he was part of pushing that sexual revolution thing. Mm -hmm. So what Satan, all Satan did was utilize the tools in front of him. But it was the same trick from, from, uh, from Samson and Delilah, from, you know, David and Bathsheba. It, it's been the same trick. But all we did was just take a look at the culture and not a look at God. And, mm -hmm. and for those that are practical, for instance, that don't have a God to look to for some reason, marriage is ordained by God. You can't escape that. Marriage was created in the word of God by God. And if you if you don't believe this, look at all the other cultures. When they get married, they get married by what? A religious man most of the time. All over the world, even in Japan, even in India, why do they have a re religious figure marry them? Because they know that marriage was instituted first by God. Okay. So when you when 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 you have a love towards you to, to to say no matter what your faults is man you still here you 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 didn't have an accident you didn't get crushed you know you, you got kids that are still healthy what about your wife what is she putting up with what kind of love you really have for her and i hope that there's some single men listening tonight mm. Mm. because single man need to know what love is so you you go have some people listen it's like look uh, preacher man, I don't want to hear none of that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear none of that. I want to understand uh, what's driving me to do these things. So when mm -hmm. I come talk to you, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I come talk to you because you was rec you was highly recommended. But at the end of the day, I'm not into that Bible stuff. I've heard that before, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so you look at it. I mean, you you might not see nothing as a spirit spiritual connection with it. You you might see a man that's just really emotionally broken and uh re really is just uh trying to fill a void you're trying to fill that void with something that was never ever there i mean i'm look if 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 a, if a natural man was to come to me and and let I me mean, they've done before if the natural man was to come to me and tell me i mean me, but we all natural men yeah yeah I'm, I'm talking about the natural as far as the world the world man that the person that's without christ that's the man i'm talking about. okay all right. all right so if the natural man was to come to me and tell me okay how can i get my wife uh you know, affections back. How can I have an affection with my wife? The simple thing is this. When you married your wife, there was uh, an affection that you tried to replace in the first place. You see, see, you, okay. you, you're getting uh, that? Oh, uh, 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 no, 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 no. I, I, I'm with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. So if you are trying to put, you know, that, that high school sweetheart or that, that jilted lover or your mama okay. in place of, her, of that you're gonna put a woman and then marry her you all wrong so 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 it's a void that's already there before you got married yeah you tried to fill that void with this woman yeah and that's why uh in my opinion that's why when the honeymoon phase wears off the problems start exactly because you've been riding this emotional high and you you've temporarily filled this void that's mm -hmm. so deep that can only be filled like I said, temporarily, yeah, you know, yeah. honeymoon phase wears off. Now the void is empty again. 
Mm-hmm. So what what a man needs to do from there, I, I remember talking to a man about this long time ago, a long time ago, it just brought to my, my remembrance. This, the same kind of instance, he didn't have that love after the honeymoon. I mean, literally, it was after the honeymoon. And you know what I, I spoke to that young man? He wasn't he wasn't like a real deep believer, too, at the time. He just got out of jail. He was just trying to get his life together and stuff. I told him, listen here, you got that woman now. You got a commitment. And, I just, and it goes back to what I was trying to say before. A man is his word. A man is as good as his word. And in today's time, a black man, a white man, an Asian man, whoever you are, what color, you are under attack to do the wrong thing at all times. See, now we're getting somewhere because now now you identified in this man that is a void there, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he comes to speak to you and we're encouraging him, him to, hey, you got to stick into that thing because you committed to that woman. But that void is still there. So when 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 I and I and this I'm speaking to people that's in the church now because a lot of times we'll we'll forsake the pastor and and not seek the pastor's counseling because we'll go we'll rather go to some therapist or some professional because it's it's something practical that's that's hurting us and all we get from the pastor is the spiritual side and and you can't get divorced or you have to have uh you have to uh uh stay in this commitment and all that stuff but these people are hurting i mean like like they're hurt like the people i've spoken to so far they are hurting they were hurting and they're still hurting but they're 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 healing but these people are hurt so what I what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is when is the church uh going to be able to address practical things as well as the spiritual things right now Bro- brother melvin it's right now i'm right now talking to you i'm right now talking to i was just talking to a young man and his wife a couple of weeks ago with my wife you know what they said the you know what the husband said what was that? he said he didn't want to go to no no uh no pastor he said he didn't want to go to no psychiatrist or no psychologist or no marriage counselor. So what did he want? He wanted to come to us. That's good. See, you know, and you know why he wanted to come to us? Because too many people in church, all they do is spew out, well, the Lord will provide, well, the Lord will make a way, well, the Lord right. this and that. Right. Listen here, brother. It takes faith to have the Lord do something. And you got to do something. So you know what that brother did? He finally said, well, let's go talk to um, uh, Pastor Joe and Shonda. See, he, he didn't say let's go talk to the pastor. He didn't say go talk to the bishop because what what's what's wrong with the people in, in, in families is that they're seeing facade instead of seeing real life. You mm-hmm. know, my wife and I, we got problems, we got issues, we got the same trials that every marriage goes through, but we persevere through. That's what people want. So, so what attracted him and his wife to you and your wife was experience, not not the fact that y'all have a a, a title. In the church, it, it, they was like, okay, they've been married over 20 years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got some experience, and let's go talk to them. So yeah. that, you think that's what the, the draw was? That is the, the exact draw. That's the exact draw. And to and go back to what we were talking about for a second, though, and I don't want to get you riled up about prophecy. Um, we, we, uh, we, come on, come on. No, no, come I'm, on, I'm, Bishop, I'm, Kirk, don't Don't, don't, not, don't do this going, to, don't, don't don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into that. But you see, when somebody sees something that's, that's genuine, that actually works, because the old adage, you know what the old adage says, if you want to be a millionaire, hang out with some millionaires. Don't hang out with a bum. Right. If you want to have a successful marriage, find out with the successful married couples and find out what they're doing. I agree. 
hundred percent with that. And there's a lot of there's a lot of unsaved marriages out there that are doing things the right way in the, in the principle of love that God ordained. They may not know Christ, right. but they know the covenant of marriage that God ordained. And that happens a lot. And a lot of people in the church are baffled. Like, how are they? How are they still kicking it after all these years? Mm -hmm. uh, and they don't they don't know the Lord. And here I am, I'm having all these issues. <laughs> you know? it, but the, the thing is, it doesn't discriminate no way, shape, or form. There's, right. Look, there are people, and I, I won't go too deep into it, there are people that are being untouched for reasons and the seasons. And okay. so whatever they're enjoying for this time and reason season, we can't, you know, uh, uh, make of it. But I tell you right now, it all plays out in the end. And because we are Christians, we're a target, automatic. And we're because Christian marriages or uh, Christian divorces are on the rise in the church. Divorces period on the rise. Yeah, though. divorces period on the rise, but they're they're at a higher rate. And there's a reason for that. It's because the Satan of this world is trying to make a mockery of marriage and trying to introduce other alternatives. Well, I can't get married to to, to uh Susie, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna sleep with Jamie. I'm gonna go sleep with with Jenny because it's socially acceptable. Oh, it's an open marriage. What do they call those open marriage relationships? Polyamorous. Again? Polyamorous, huh? So they come up with that, and all of a sudden, people try to figure out. Let's live within those means, and then you have a wrecked household. I just heard some story about uh, uh, some famous person uh, identifying with their with their child to be uh, transsexual, or something like that. You know. At a young age of, you know, below five or six years old, our society is taking families and just putting them, you know, whatever goes. A real man does want to get married and stay married. A real man. Okay. You can you 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 agree with that, right? Uh, a real man. I know there's a lot of fake men out there that want to do. Well, 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 my beliefs, yeah, 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 but you know. Not not everybody not everybody have the same beliefs that we have. So when I when you say belief, I'm I'm, I'm talking about just you know from a, from a standpoint of you find a woman, you get married to that woman, you stay with that woman. It, and for, not, for the most part, it's a natural uh, desire to uh, procreate. It's yeah. it's built in us, right? Yeah, so yeah. you know we and we're we're naturally protectors. We we, we naturally want our own little pride. Yeah, our yeah. own little family. You naturally want to see a young male, one, you know, maybe more than one uh, mm -hmm. that you know that's in your image. Yeah, and then you want some 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 daughters as well. So I mean, yeah, it and, is what it is. I and, mean, and, and, no, it ain't is what it. it uh, look, my, look, I talk faith in this show. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bishop, but we talk faith. It is what the word says it is. So if no, I told yeah, my wife, real, yeah, yeah. If, if I told my wife that you know I left my my mother and father so we can cleave to become one flesh, right? I'm meaning that. And I'm and, and I'm I'm saying this with a passion because you you really got me right up with this topic about what is wrong with these men that are cheating out here. If men would understand, I'm going back to this, the nature of love, unconditional. In in the Greek it's called agape. Mm-hmm. If a man would understand the condition of what agape is, he would not enter into the contract of a whatever a. Okay? Now, I know that all rhymed and everything, <laughs> but so 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 let let's say this. Um, I wish I had the sound bite for it too, but um, I'm doing an interview, and um, the young man said, "Look, um, I when I was cheating, I loved my wife. I did love her. So you, you love don't stop you from cheating when the reason why you're cheating 
is because it's something broken in you. You get what I'm saying? So you know, even even people that love God cheat on God every day. Mm -hmm. Israel committed uh, adultery against God and went out to other gods. Mm -hmm. A whole Mm -hmm. tribe, twelve. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you right now, there is not one person, not one, that can measure up and say that they love God with all their heart yet, except for one, Jesus. So I will give you that not everybody can make it a measure up because nobody will. That's why it says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Right. So the 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 point is that when you're you're a man and you're standing up there on, on the um um on the on the wedding day and you put that ring on a finger, are you actually thinking and committing about love? Because we we just said it before a few minutes ago. There are men that just you know, for for some for some innate reason, think they can substitute that love that they they need with their wife. Okay. And and I hate to bring it back to the spiritual, but all you all you young men, when you got that something wrong with you, and I, it's it's spiritual, for the most part, of the nature of the coin, but there are mental manifestations that are the cause of this, such as schizophrenia. Okay. Or uh, homosexuality, okay. or um, uh, what they call it when you when you just love sex too much. I forgot what they call it. Uh, a sex addict. Yeah, sex addict. <laughs> yeah, sex addict. Whatever. <laughs> so okay, so um, let's say you got raped by, by by your by your uncle. Traumatic experience. Traumatic experience. You got yeah. raped by your uncle. So now you 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 tend to want to have sex all the time you right. you want to lean that way so when you get even you say i love my wife i just love my wife you know and i don't care what happens i'm there for her, but i gotta sleep around right and so you have a broken condition right but it was manifested originally in a spiritual root and how how so though so it was a it was a physical act that was done yeah the rape was done that actually broke that fractured something in that person emotionally and probably mentally as well mm-hmm. and possibly spiritually as well but not always you get what i'm saying like I, I i could do something habitually i could i could habitually be a smoker but the spirit that's attached to the uh the you know uh, abuse of nicotine might not be tormenting me i just i'm just doing it habitually that makes in, sense. in a way, it, it does make sense, but in a way, you're kind of having both sides of this coin met, both sides of, of the condition met. So you get raped by somebody. That's the physical act that okay. causes the trauma. Right. But the, the, and the, the fra- rape and the fracture. And the fracture right. But the rapist was manipulated by the spirit of lust. Okay. And that spirit of lust is transferred into that person. And so, okay. And, and okay. So, and so... Instead of a love that they a natural healthy love that they feel now they feel a betrayal. That okay. betrayal manifests into a schism of mistrust. That mistrust manifests into a marriage where he can't trust his wife, and so he thinks he she's always you know he's always inadequate for her or for him. So he has to sleep around because that's what 
that spirit and that's what that mindset and that's what that mental condition is doing. So it's it's so it's deep rooted things in there spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. It's deliverance that's needed. It's and let me okay. tell you right now, that's why people can't go to pastors these days and get help get marriage counselors because these pastors can't deliver you from the from from cigarettes. Right. How, right, how in the way are you gonna right. get delivered from a right. from a, 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 a you know sleeping around your wife right. if you don't recognize that you need to be delivered. And and you know apostolic ministry. That's my wife and I. We are strong in the apostolic. And let me explain something to your audience about apostolic church. I haven't said this while we're on this interview. An apostolic church is a pre-denominational ministry that manifests power just as Jesus and the apostles did in order to bring forth change. There's issues that a man mentally and emotionally have been broken for years that no one's ever addressed. Yeah. So so let's address the example you gave. So here's the here's the guy that got molested by his uncle, right? So that's a homosexual act. So this man who don't identify as, as being gay um, has to re, relive in his own mind that experience that he had with a, a, a grown man, a sexual experience, right? Mm-hmm. So the validation that he probably needs is, you know, almost every time he has sex with a woman, he's probably, you know, uh, telling himself over and over again that he's, he's, he's a man, he's macho. Mm-hmm. He didn't like what happened when he was 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Imagine having to constantly do that your whole life because you can't get rid of that experience that happened. So like you said, deliverance is needed, but that may be a spiritual thing and also an emotional thing. Yeah, yeah. and I saying? agree. I agree. So yeah. we we need, we need uh, churches and pastors and bishops that are able to identify the need for both. Yeah. Because, you know, you've heard the saying, pray the gay away. You know, so you got you got, you know, grandmothers bringing their uh, gay sons and daughters to the altar and just, you know, getting praying oil put on their forehead and and getting all the uh, apostles and all the uh, saints putting their hands and pointing in their direction and praying the gay away. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, they don't know Uncle Benny is, is the reason why they're feeling like this. Excuse me. Yeah. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Uncle Benny still coming around the house. <laughs> uh, or worse yet, let me tell you, Uncle Benny may not be the one that's doing it, but it's the neighbor, James. All right, right, yeah. You know, and so when you when you have that that relationship fractured, and their and their their psyche is so messed up to where they want to accept the atypical, then you have to have discernment. Number one, as a as a, as a mentor, or counselor, or, or or someone that's trying to uh, pull that person through this, you have to have discernment on root cause on the things that are there that are underlying issues, how to deliver that person and what's the way forward. Because I think, I think that's what's missing though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, if, if I'm here with 50, 11 people putting their hands on them, talking about some pretty gay away and stuff. And that dude or woman doesn't get delivered. It's because that person doesn't want to be delivered. Remember change isn't change until they change, but they physically and mentally still hurting though. And, that's and, the- and, they're, and they're talking to people that's not even uh, um, sensitive enough to what happened to this person to even ask what happened. So yeah. this is something they still holding in that they ain't told the pastor. Yeah. yeah right. You're, so, right, so, right. He, so here's the pastor saying, we, go, we you ain't going to be gay no more. We praying this off of you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this person is sitting here like, if you just if you only knew what happened, does anyone really care what happened? Y'all just don't want me to be gay, but y'all don't want to talk about what what started all this. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and sometimes just sitting down and talking with a person 
and, and it, it's different when 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 Jesus healed because Jesus was able to look into a person's soul and know exactly what was going on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And his examples are, are, are so multifaceted because, yeah, he he did he did it on a spiritual level when he delivered people, mm-hmm. but he did some practical things too. I mean, when he spit and and made the uh, clay out the dirt and put it on the blind man's eyes, that was practical things he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he also did something in the spirit for that yeah. man to see. You, you get what I'm saying? So the practical is important. It's it's called it's called faith and then manifestation of faith. Okay. So if someone is cheating on their wife and they 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 need real help of deliverance from that spirit lasciviousness, the spirit of uh, of gluttony, because I mean gluttony manifests in a lot of ways, including in sex, uh, the spirit of homosexuality, mm-hmm. um, the spirit of of, of anger. Mm-hmm. These things yeah. can split a marriage. It's a big one. Yes, a- yes, anger. yes, the spirit of anger. Because they anger at themselves and the person that offended them. And so what do a lot of men do? They get married at their wife, and so they spite their nose. To cheat, or they spite, they, they spite, cut their nose to spite the face. Mm-hmm. And they don't even care because they want to make her hurt. It's the same but, way, but, too. But, but a lot of times it, it's microaggressions, though. Because mm-hmm. you're doing, like, when, when you're mad at your wife and you act out in infidelity, your wife might not even know about it. So yeah. like you're you're doing something that made you feel better temporarily, like you know, okay, she's was hold, holding, or 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 she want to act mad, and like and back to your example of Jezebel, if if I'm manipulative as a as a female and uh, I use anger mm-hmm. to get what I want, or I use sex to get what I want, or or, or withdrawing from sex to get what I want, yeah. If a man don't want to be controlled by sex or anger, well, if I go get sex somewhere else, I don't have to cater to your wants because i want sex from you i just go get it from somewhere else yeah that way whenever you withhold sex from me i'm unbothered yeah you, you get me saying? I, I get what you're saying but see men are so sick the even when the woman surrenders and you know the the, the root cause of, of a lot of these infidelities is the lack of intimacy Period. Point blank. It doesn't even have to be sexual. The woman could give all the sex in the world to the man. The man still steps out mm-hmm. because there's a lack of intimacy that is in that man. He doesn't know how to love. And a lot of men don't want to admit that because remember, men's sin mostly originates in the pride. Adam didn't want to admit he, he, he wronged when uh, he let Eve eat that fruit. The reason why man fails because Adam didn't lead. If he had been with Eve, the time like he's supposed to instead of stepping out. Who, what was happening at during that time? Let's, let's equate this to the 21st century. Why are you outside your house and your wife don't feel the intimacy where she don't trust you and then all of a sudden y'all getting mad and all of a sudden you, 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 you and her can't get along like one flesh and next thing you know you take it out on her. You don't get what you want so you want to get some sex. Whatever the case may be. You lead the way you're supposed to lead and cherish the way you're supposed to cherish, meaning love unconditionally, no matter what. Whatever the cost is, you're going to do what you need to do to satisfy your wife. For sure. For sure. And and, and I like um, I like what you said about leading. I like what you said about, uh, you know, you know, what a man's supposed to be uh, in the home. However, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have a conversation later when we finish recording about Adam and Eve. Because, right? <laughs> I mean, because I mean, the text clearly says that Eve was uh, deceived. She got deceived. 
She got deceived, but you know when man fail is when Adam ate the fruit. He he got manipulated. Yeah, yeah. But the but woman, man the, didn't, the, the woman got deceived. Yeah, and the woman manipulated manipulated the man. The man. And and, and l- let me teach the man out there something real quick. You know, for just practical purposes, we're talking about some practical things. Number one, you got to own up to your mistakes. There's a woman. There's a, there's a wife out there that still wants you, and you know you might have done wrong. You might have did the the unthinkable. But you got to own the mistakes and admit to God you're sorry. Admit to that woman you're sorry. Admit to your children you're sorry. And you got to go back and start over. It's not over. So so let's start right right where you just ended. So now the infidelity has happened. Let's say it's the man who stepped out. Yeah. Um, And now here comes this couple wanting to work it out and they're coming and talking to you. Um, But now you got two hurt people because the person who stepped out operated out of, of of place of hurt and now since the other spouse has found out now that spouse is hurt yeah. now you got two wounded people yeah mm-hmm. how, how how do you how do you deal with a person who's been hurt for years and now you got this spouse that is hurt because they got cheated on mm-hmm. well first off um you can't force anyone to do anything they don't want to do right so if you got a wife or a husband, for that matter, whoever's the, the the wronged party, if they want out of the marriage, then it's up to them. Not everybody can take that, you know, infidelity and keep on striving. My grandmother took it. You know, other other African-American, strong African-American women took it back in the day. But that was a norm thing. And they just did. It was out of grace in their hearts. Not everybody has that grace. But if you do have grace in your heart. It manifested in coming and talking to somebody like me and my wife, my wife and I. It manifested to say, I have faith. So if you take one step, God will take two. If you want to save your marriage, you you admit, number one, that you were wrong, that you stepped out of your wife out of ignorance, out of selfishness, and you want to repent, you got to admit you're wrong. And when, you, when, when the word repent is, is used, it's talk about turn away. Because mm-hmm. You're not repenting if you keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Remember the parable Jesus used, the dog goes back to his vomit. Mm-hmm. As a reason, because dogs, they have a propensity to go back to something that is nasty, no matter how uh, how bad it is for them. So if you are like the dog, you have no knowledge about what you did wrong. And you want to turn right back to that nastiness. But if you have a knowledge, you actually know it's wrong to cheat on your wife. Turn away from it, turn to your wife, and let's get help. Like the like the the men, the young man and woman I, I talked about earlier in this video. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to talk because he felt embarrassed. He, for the longest while, he just felt embarrassed. He didn't want to say anything. And then finally, he said, let's talk to uh, Pastor Sean, talk to Pastor Kirk, Pastor Joe. And, the, and, and then from there, then what did you say to the other spouse that was cheated on? Like, how do you heal them? Well, it, it's, it's a thing that you have to, and my wife says it very eloquently, that it's you that has to make that decision to take back this marriage. You have to forgive them. Let me tell you right now, for those that have been cheated on, you must forgive because, you know, forgiveness, unforgiveness will be a bitterness of root that will destroy your life. So you can't have that unforgiveness in your in your heart to manifest into something that of a, a, a children. Those children are gonna remember that. They're gonna remember those bad feelings and all that bad talking. And I remember, I remember my mom talking bad about my dad and stuff. He cheated on her. 
So I heard that noise. That's right. And it it could have devastated my walk. So 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 stand so stand in a marriage just for the sake of toughening it out, but still being bitter and not forgiving. That it can't happen. Okay. It can't happen. But if you have forgiveness in your heart, it has to start with there, and then it has to be worked out between that person and their 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 well being. Are they are they well in their spirit in saying that I can continue on with this relationship? Um, the husband can't do anything for them except love them like they're supposed to, be supportive like you're supposed to, make sure you're there, and don't be sitting around saying you're sorry for a hundred years because you apologize and you move on. You know, man is not sitting around saying I'm sorry to to, to God for the sin of Adam. It's already done. We look to the grace and to the, and forward to Jesus. So in the same manner, a man cannot sit there moping like he's a little sheep just waiting for the wife to, you know, give him a little uh, uh, accolades and a pat on the back. He's got to live and stand up like a man and say, I'm going to live and I'm going to protect my household again. So what does it look like when that don't happen? So man cheated, apologized, wife took him back, but wife brings it up every argument. Uh, wife's still bitter about it. Um, wife... Uh, don't let him go out of town by himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, all this type of stuff, man. Like, tell, mm. tell, tell me what happens in those situations. Have you seen that before? I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard of this type of situation happening and manifesting. I'm going to tell you what it looked like, though. Uh, I know. It, 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 it looks like, hey, the couple that shares a Facebook. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when, you, when you when you see that Facebook account where it say, uh, "Hey, this is Bob and Susan," you know, you know mm-hmm. that somebody messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody messed up, and somebody don't trust somebody. Um, That's what that is. Yeah, it could. It, it, yeah, I can see that as well. I'm um, I'm sure there are a lot of mistrust issues that manifest in the natural that can be intolerable. Like not being able to go out, not being able to go out of town. But see, this is a recipe that's the same thing that drove uh, the man out. It's the same, I mean, that drove the woman out. It's the same thing that's going to drive the man out. You're now using a spirit of Jezebel manipulation to make this man feel like he's nothing but the the dirt of the earth. You know, and, and, and make make and make her feel more comfortable because yeah. may, may, maybe since you don't trust. The only way you can stay with this person is if you're just comfortable with every situation. You don't trust them as far as you can see them. So that means you must see everything. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, brother, um, when that when I seen that happen once before, or not, I didn't see it, but I, when I heard about this happening, the man eventually walked out. Because, because everyone wants to be taken for their word. At one point or another, whether it be on a natural job, whether it be an agreement with a, you know, buying something in a marriage, at some point you want to be taken for your word and be respected. And even when you mess up, like I told you before, everybody is not perfect. You messed up, and that's what the woman has to understand. She messed up in this thing. It don't some things she did that led led to this. Some things might have been there that led to this that she did. Um, I was told by a very wise apostle. That if you value the relationship between anybody, you have to own up to some, even if it's a minuscule part, and what transpired to cause the schism. 
in order to restore the break okay. and, 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 and bring it together. You have to, if the, the man might have cheated with 100,000 women, he come back to you and say, hello, I forgive me. And the, a, a woman or anybody, a man or anybody will come to that person who wants that person says, I forgive you. And I know there may have been things I've done to drive you away, things I might have said. And she can't even recall anything she did or said. But I want this to work. So I'm going to admit to you that it's important for me, for you to know that I'm not going to be the cause for you to get pushed away again. Okay. And and if there's anything that comes out during a healing session with uh, either a third party counselor or pastor or whatever, then it's repenting, turning away from what was wrong to what's right. So you so you believe in in that case, um, you know, someone cheated. Um the couple decides to stay together. Um, you you see it as a team effort moving forward to uh, make it better. It's just not one of the things that, oh, you're the one who stepped out. You're offended. You have to do all the work to make this thing work right. It's, yeah. a, it's a team effort. Yeah, it's, it's got to be because, uh, like I said before, when, when, when you got one of the spouses not being able to, you know, let the man post on Facebook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got some serious mistrust uh, uh, issues. Yeah, yeah, he can post, but I, I gotta see it. You know, yeah. I got binoculars. Checking up on cell phones and stuff and, and all this other I got stuff. I need all the passcodes, everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> all it. And, and and look, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh you may go through a period of that because the natural nature of a of a human being is to be mistrustful after being violated. Right. But there has to come a point where healing right. begins to smooth away all the scars got it and you and their wife become a holy matrimony one flesh right one flesh heals together right if one side is still scarred up and bloody the other one don't it's going to get infected it's going to kill the whole thing right so it has to be forgiveness grace and moving forward together the woman has to understand that this is a man who's changed you believe he changed then you need to clothe him in white and accept him with grace right that's and, a, that, and that's tough though that's, it's, it, that's it's not written, impossible that, that's written it's not impossible yeah and it, it's necessary but it's tough i I'm, I'm glad you tied it up like that toward the end that's that's good so uh before we close out what what what's the last impression you want to make on everybody that's listening I'm, I'm gonna take as much time as i can to explain this and then get very brief about it a man cheats because he's naturally uh, driven to the flesh. A man has a propensity with his eyes to take what is desirable. It's been proven throughout history. It's been proven throughout biblically. It's been proven throughout naturally that a man wants to do uh, a desirable thing with desirable creatures with the look in the eyes. So what a man has to do is submit himself Submit himself to something that is pure, that is that is holy, some, something that is right. You know, it doesn't even take a whole lot of spiritual sense to look at what's right. And what's right about your marriage today or what's going to be right about the marriage that you're going to have tomorrow than when you do get married is what is going to be more fulfilling than a thousand women that you could ever sleep with. Because when you get married, you actually have a son in your hand or a daughter in, in your bosom and you feel that life and you see it grow. We both got kids looking at them growing up. It's so fulfilling to see our children grow and mature and then just, you know, flourish. 
the heritage of the man and woman is a blessing to the Lord. When you put your hands to the to the ground and you cultivate it, you feel good when you see fruit. But it's fruitless if you're out there trying to spread your seed into some barren sand. Mm. And that sand is Miss Jezebel, Miss Floozy. So to, to, to wrap this up, don't get riled up in your flesh. You have to submit to God, resist the devil, and then the sin is going to flee. Because I don't care if you're spiritual or not, right standingness, which is righteousness, right standingness with your wife is what you want. Righteousness with your wife is what you want. So to stay away from that, stay away from the flesh and submit to God. Resist the devil. You'll never step out then. Well said. All right, Bishop. Uh, what 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 can everybody find your ministries online? Well, you can look us up at www.lifechangersim.com. Also, you can look us on Facebook uh, at Life Changers International uh, Ministries there in California, as well as in Yokosuka. And you can look my wife up, uh, Apostle Dr. Shonda Kirk and myself, Jay Kirk, on Facebook. You can friend us and follow us on our page to uh, look at all the things we're doing. We're just excited. We just opened up a new building. Praise God. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, and uh, we got a, a new church there in 29 Palms. So God is doing some miraculous things. Somebody just, you know, keeps going and going, talking about how the, the LCIM ground is blessing. People get in new houses. People get a new car. People get new marriages. You know why? Because they have faith. And uh, if y'all want to join us in faith, you your life is going to be better for it. All right. I can concur with that, man. And I appreciate you uh, coming through. Uh, this has been Pastor, I'm sorry, Bishop J. Kirk uh, uh, joining me on the Cheat Code. Uh, I appreciate you coming through. Um, don't forget to subscribe and share our content if you like it. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, we're at uh, Cheat Code Podcast 81 at gmail.com. And uh, we should be streaming on all platforms, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everything else that has a spot a podcast. So make sure you are liking us and leaving comments and a five-star rating at iTunes. Until next time, peace. Peace.